Today we come to 1 Corinthians chapter 4. Uh, in this chapter, Paul reminds them of and defends his apostleship and beckons them to follow his spiritual example as he seeks to follow Christ and uh, teaching Christ only. So let's consider briefly just a couple of truths that we find here. Uh, here's the first. There is a verse in Hebrews that has always been a, a very sober one for, to me every time I read it. Hebrews 4.13 says, No creature is hidden from his sight, but all are naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must give an account. And just five chapters later in Hebrews, he would say, It is appointed for man to die once, and after that comes judgment. Hebrews 9.27 There's little doubt, considering our chapter today, that I hope you've already read, that Paul lived uh, ever-present in the knowledge that that there's a coming day of judgment at the bar of God. In this chapter, Paul reminds the Corinthians that the day is surely coming where, when God, as he puts it in verse 5, will bring to light the things now hidden in darkness and will disclose the purposes of the heart. Then each one will receive his commendation from God. Now, we who know the Lord and trust him only for our salvation have already been promised in scripture in Romans 8 1 that there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus so when here we consider standing before the Lord one day to be uh, commended and we aren't exactly sure what the Lord will commend in us we should at once recall that any commendation we receive from the Lord is because we're in Christ Jesus has earned all the condemnation, not, not condemnation, Jesus has earned all the commendation that we will receive from God the Father. Apart from him, it would not be commendation, but condemnation. But it is soberingly true that the proud in this life will be more than humbled that day before the Lord. And when I say that sentence, when you hear the proud, don't necessarily think somebody else because <laughs> uh, we we are all proud in so many ways we look around our world and our culture today and there are so many that are so sure that they are just fine apart from christ they they know of jesus they know the salvation he offers but they dismiss it as foolish the day is coming when all will be set straight and god in his honor and glory will be vindicated for all to see as isaiah said on that day in Isaiah 45, every knee shall bow and every tongue can, shall swear allegiance. And in Isaiah 45, there will be two groups of people doing that on that day. Those who didn't believe and proudly mocked God, who will on that day, Isaiah say, says, come, will come and be ashamed. While those who did believe and are trusting only in his grace, Isaiah says, shall be justified and shall glory. Secondly and finally, let's, let's say a word about success. Success. If ever there was a successful man of God, it was the Apostle Paul. That's hard to deny. But did you catch Paul's description of, of himself and his missionary companions in this chapter? Consider again this rousing description. <laughs> to the present hour we hunger and thirst. We are poorly dressed and buffeted and homeless. And we labor working with our own hands. When reviled, we bless. When persecuted, 
we endure. When, when, when slandered, we entreat. We have become and are still like the scum of the world, the refuse of all things. 1 Corinthians 4, 11 through 13. That, my beloved friends, is the description of a successful man of God. It just goes to show that success in the eyes of God is antithetical to the estimation of the world. Paul was reviled, persecuted, and slandered. He was homeless and hungry. I, you know, I do wonder uh, what Paul would say to a modern-day prosperity preacher preaching a health and wealth gospel. I would love to be a fly on the wall. Um, and then sometimes I wonder what he would say to my own heart and mind. None of, none of this uh, much bothered Paul in the bigger scheme of things since his only aim was to make Christ known. And if we follow his footsteps, which he was encouraging the Corinthians to do in verse 16, we should not uh, expect to be welcomed by the world. Jesus said the same sort of thing again and again during his um, last night with his disciples in John 14 through 17. If our ultimate aim is to be loved by the world, uh, we, will, we will never desire truly to follow Christ, for following Christ will put us at odds with the world. Success, though real and everlasting success, is, is enduring unpleasantness for a time, only to hear at the outset of eternity, well done, good and faithful servant, enter into the joy of your master. Think on that for a while from 1 Corinthians chapter 4.